I'ma test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'ma keep it real with you. Got a little inside scoop. You ready for it? Uh oh. What is it? It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. And that's hitting the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, starring Chelsea. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, uh. You guys should loosen up, shimmy your shoulders a little bit. It's a relaxed show. Can we talk? Yeah, you oh, can okay, talk. Oh, okay, all right. I, I know you was going <laughs> to... No, no, uh, no. Yeah, you can I, I'm, in a, I'm energetic. All right, well, this is another week of being single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lemon. Mm. Um, I have my family here. It is Single in the City Family Edition. Well, hello. Talk about it. Um, I have my brother here. What's going on? He's a special guest from the Big Apple and his boo from Mini Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Um, My brother is from, well, he lives in New York now and he's also the host of a podcast. You want to tell people about your podcast a little bit real quick? Hey, everybody. How are you? Uh, my, My name is Corey. I am the host of a podcast called Silent Giants, which highlights the superstars behind your favorite superstars in creative industries. I said this so many times. I, like, I was about to say, I, I, <laughs> the breathing technique was perfect. Oh, man. I, I'm well-versed on this. But yeah, I have a podcast. You can find it on, on Apple or Stitcher. And it's a music podcast about people behind the scenes of the music industry who do cool things that you don't know their names, though. Cool beans. Oh, wow. So... Can y'all teach me how to change my voice? Oh. <laughs> I don't change my voice. I didn't even recognize him for a second. I, I know. Didn't, I was looking and staring. And I was like, oh, oh my God. You I know. don't change my voice. My voice pretty much stays the same. I try to kind of like professional it up a little bit, but then I realized I didn't know who the hell I was. So I just kept it the same. Yeah, uh, Did my voice change? I mean, it was just a fluid professional. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when you said it, you, you was, were giving. You don't real sound like you sound now, but no, when you was doing your you thing. You sounded like a six figure nigga. Yeah, oh, okay, that sh- ain't bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not one. I was going like. How That's much? why we didn't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, I was going like, how much that cost? <laughs> I, like, I want to, you know, I want to get that out. <laughs> like, is that a filter uh, on this thing? Y'all funny. Um, I knew it wasn't on the Apple phone. Y'all so funny. Like, wow. Oh my gosh. We're going to get to you and your your issues. But um, everyone that comes on the show, they give their ass fuck. And basically, you're either single. <laughs> your uncle Mr. looking at me like, what? You either give, you're either single as fuck, it's complicated as fuck, or wife, in your case, wifed as fuck, meaning you have a wifey. Okay. Okay. So, or in a relationship, in a serious relationship. Okay. So, brother, Corey, what is your ass fuck? Uh, I'm wifed as fuck. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Own that shit. I like that. Did did I have a choice? She's right here. (laughs) I mean, did I have a choice but not to own it? You better not. (laughs) It would have been so awkward if he was like, it's complicated as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's complicated. Day to day. Excuse me. When she's here, wiped as fuck. <laughs> um, how long have you and your boo been together? I guess we've been rocking together for, uh, uh, I guess about a year and a half. Year and a half going on two years, March. Wow, it seems longer than that. I know. Wow. I know. When it's stressful, it feels like that. Now it's good. <laughs> it's good. We're, we're really good. All right. And moving on over, my favorite uncle, I have no problem saying it. He is my favorite 
favorite uncle. He gets Build all he gets all the drunk calls. <laughs> he gets all the dating advice. Woo! Uncle Miss Everybody. Woo! Woo! The real MVP, I mean, obviously, I was able to say ass fuck in front of him. So that goes to show <laughs> the level of closeness that we have. We're also getting, you know, I'm 30. We're also getting, you know, we grown. That is true. He accepts us as being grown. I accept you as he being is grown. The, I think, right. Well, but I do as understand a kid, as a kid, recognize though. Right. I am the uncle. Right. Right. We this is true. When we were kids, we didn't. We weren't too sure if we liked you. <laughs> Terrifying. Here's here's the point with that. I, you you're not supposed to like me. Mm. Yeah, you're supposed to respect me. Mm. And I did get that, but you had to learn that. You know what? We're gonna have a lot of good times. Yeah. But you got to do what you're supposed to do. Well, Uncle Mister, what you want to do. Uncle Mister so, used to make us rules. games to give us things. But he's also the military uncle. Right. You got to give you some guidelines. You gotta have guidelines. Everything gotta have guidelines. I can't just let you just, you know, yep. Especially you, um, Miss Lamore. You just what? out there. Yes. You Me out there? That doesn't even sound right. Huh? I, that doesn't even sound right. Me being out there. You must be listening just through <laughs> Apple headphones or something like that. <laughs> but if you distorted. If you yes, it's distorted. If you filter it and get on that uh Samsung oh my gosh. again, then you understand what I'm saying. But you gotta have guidelines. But once we filled in those guidelines, we know, of course, remember, I used to take you guys and we'll go to, what's it, Pro Park? Yes, Pro Park, yeah. Pro Park yeah. Richmond Classic. Right, yeah. all in one day. Pro Park. Putt-Putt. Putt-Putt, right? Yeah. And we Kings also Dominion did, singing King, Kirk Franklin stomp the whole yeah, way there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But sometimes take y'all, like, remember, we go to Pro Park and then we'll do Chuck E. Cheese and then McDonald Playland yep. and then the park all yep. in one day yep. in the evening as I get off work. Right now, you but, might get a spanking in between each location. Then you want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, you just got to act right. You got to act yeah. right. That's it. You better and, take your act right pills. That's how relationships are. Right, and that's that was the lesson. So mm. that's how I become the favorite uncle, because you know true. there's some good things right. that comes along with it. Right, all right. All right. You got to act right. Then I guess, there you go. Sound right. for the lamb. You see? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Kayla, Uncle Missy used to work in my mom's shop. And it was like me, Corey, and maybe a couple other stylist kids would be there. And everybody, it was equal opportunity ass whooping. Okay. You didn't have to be related <laughs> to Uncle Mister to get your ass beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody's kids would be in parenting. to get it. Who, who wanted? Okay. So he would, we would have to sit in a circle. And he would say, we're going to play a game. And we're like, word, for real, we're going to play a game? Okay, Uncle Mister. We're going to play Silence of the Lambs. And we're like, what's that? Whoever talked first, get a spanking. And I always lost. Yeah. <laughs> always lost. And I used to try to negotiate my way out of this thing. I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad, but I didn't know that was part of the rules. I didn't know I couldn't whisper. And he was like, no, you're going to get this. Yeah. So it was like organized confusion. We're in a salon trying to run business. You know, I guess looking back now, you got, well, I can't say these, these are cousins. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Got these second generation cousins of yours. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you see, and you, see oh you guys God. try to keep them in control. And it's like, like last night, Corey had them. You hear him screaming and everything. Just look at that times three or times five. Mm. We're in a professional setting. In a professional exactly. setting. So we're at home. Right. So I can't. I had to do something to do something. I tried to get you to play in the back. Play in the back. Right. Chelsea wanted to come in front. Play in the front. Chelsea wanted to go to the back. You see, I'm saying Chelsea. But that was. But that was a. Me. That was a big part of. Uh, uh, I talked to Kay all the time about. That. that was a big part of our development as children. 
It's just being around adults at a very early age, yeah. like from age four or five years old, like being I around. I didn't know how to talk to my peers at one point. Exactly. Yeah. But see, you know what? Yeah, you guys was all into the politics. Remember, using um, Corey knew everything about the O.J. Simpson trial. Mm-hmm. The judges, the players, everything. And it was like unbelievable. You know, at the time, uh, I was like uh, almost married as fuck. oh i was gonna get there oh uncle vincent don't worry we were gonna get she was pretty fucking clueless she was pretty fucking (laughs) clueless to anything there wasn't like uh local ghetto stop you know so you know anything happened to her somebody got shot oh yeah i knew about that in the trunk (laughs) you know right uh you know about um um johnny cochran who was that Oh gosh! So, it she didn't know anything. I remember one time we, I said, "You don't know anything about who Johnny Cochran is or anything like that." She said, "No." I said, "Cor and Chelsea." No, so I brought them out, or brought Chelsea out, and she said, "Oh, Johnny Cochran, he's a lawyer for O.J. Simpson, right?" Mm. And I bring Corey out. He brings down here about why he's drinking a soda. <laughs> In between sips, he's telling all the players and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, like, look at this. I I had that moment too. My ex. For me, it was I walked, I was um, at home and I was watching Farrakhan, like give like uh, on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. And he says, "Oh my God, what? Is, who is that?" And I was like, oh "You don't know." No. First of all, there's three reasons that you should know who Farrakhan is. One, you're black. Two, you're a black man. Three, your ass was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> you were in prison. No. Every man in prison knows who Farrakhan. There's is. certain black shit you should know. Yes. Like, and if you don't know, I just look at you sideways. Yes, I agree. If you don't know about the world, look, you may not travel. You can know your world. Right, but you can know your world, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, Uncle Mister, we're not going to skate past you. What's that? What is your ass fucked? Oh, I'm still ass fucked. But it's complicated. Which one? Married as fuck. (laughs) Married as fuck, wife as fuck, whatever you want to call it as fuck. But it's complicated as fuck because if you in it, it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah, every day. Since you've never been married, some of your heads start really. You probably some people might be on the same. Well, he must have troubles in his marriage. Look, marriage is fucking trouble. Um, <laughs> you right? would know. Oh, I would know uh, to the third degree. So, you know, I, literally. You know, to the I, third I, degree. <laughs> right, and I, you know, I tell him about it's like work every day, and it's mm-hmm. not like one of those work like say. Uh, well, I saw this uh, movie the other day. He's this is what he said. He said, "Look, coming into a relationship, you should know." You're going to have some awesome days, some good days, some shitty days, right? And some bad days. But if you know that coming in and you go and do work, uh-huh. the good and awesome days will outweigh the shitty day. Or they should. Right. Not the bad day, but the shitty day. Right. And it should. But I'm saying if you look into it and you go into a relationship like, well, you know, uh, Corey, you know, last week, last year, you were shitty. Uh-huh. Remember that shitty day? And you still holding on from last year. It's like, right. you know... Uh, at this point, you need to get the fuck out. Right, mm-hmm. right. Right? Because, like, in between that time, what has happened? You know? So many great moments, but people right. only highlight the bad you times highlight. that you have. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't forget it. Right. Right? But you're supposed to look back it. and learn, right? Mm-hmm. It's like anything else, you know? Our history, everything. You know? People get upset about, I don't like to watch stuff about slavery. <laughs> Makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying, like, the fuck you mad about? Don't you know the outcome? Right. Look at your black ass. <laughs> Unshackled. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it makes me mad. Like, okay, 
I mean, it's a hundred million stories, right? Right. But the good, it comes out good. Right. right? Like you said, you know the ending. Right. <laughs> and if you learn about it, say, okay, look what you did the last time. Right. Now, like my time, you know, my other marriages, and, and that's like, that was slavery. <laughs> and I came out of that, you know. <laughs> 12 was, years was a slave. That, you were 12 years a slave. But I think, it's also, I think that's a problem in a relationship as well, though, like being able to, you know, if a person is is harping back on a memory from a year ago, you can't really progress in the future. No. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. But that's also could be a mentality of like, there's that person in general. Like you're like harping on things that happened in the past. It's like, yo, we, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking 10 years ahead now. Exactly. You know what I mean? But you know what? Some people use that, right? I, I say, you know, women use that a lot of times. Right? Excuse me? Huh? What? I'm you not said, saying anything. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, you said women do what? They use this a lot. So what I'm saying is, They'll go like, oh, yeah, so when they do something, I, I'm going to say it like this, and not childish. I'm saying, of bad behavior, they're like, uh, so why did you do that? Why did you um, throw hot grits, grits on me? Uh, remember last year you was talking on the phone? <laughs> and my woman voice was on there? Was like, yeah, that was my, my um, niece or whatever, like this, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, but I didn't know that before. But see, the way you said it. Mm. Right. Yeah. All right. They'll hold something a little like that. I'm speaking from experience. I, guess. I mean, you know, I, got, a, I got some experience a, too. It's a little. A, I just <laughs> don't think that men. Re- I just turned thirty. I got a little bit of experience. There's a difference between holding on to things and collecting the evidence and creating a dossier. So it's the same thing. You just made well, collecting ev- evidence. Collecting evidence. Yeah. It's really no evidence. No, because. The small things sometimes may not in that moment be big enough to speak on, but something that you did will make me remember what you did six months ago. It'll be a red flag for something else. So I'm like, er, let me pull, like pull the Rolodex in my the file cabinet in my brain, and I'll say, oh, you're acting weird. I remember about six months you did such and such, and that's the logic behind it. It's not that we're like literally holding on to it, but it was something small that we may but not have paid that but, much but, attention to. But you are to. literally holding on to it. You are holding on to it. No, like, it was. No. But here's a man. When we see that little funny thing you do, like, I'm going to hold on to it for all of uh, one hour, maybe. Men br- men bring it up when it's to their advantage. Yeah. No, no, no. The no. advantage is right now. Right. The advantage for a man. Look, first of all, you got to agree. And I'm going to say it. You got to know who you are. You're not going to hold on something for a long time and think you're going to win with a woman. You got to get refreshed before she can think on it real quick. Sneak attack. You got to get it right now. It's like it's like Vietnam tactics. Right now, I'm gonna get this bitch right now. Yeah. Got to get it right now. You know, you do some sneaky, like you know, do something with your phone on the side. It's like this. Like, hey, hold on, what, what are you doing? So you're saying men acknowledge it right then? Right. We yes. got to. We have to. Okay. Because, it's so, like where it's on the spot. It's got it's got to be like dealt with and ended. Women do that too. No. 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 They want to See, wait till the next when day. When you do bring it up, <laughs> when you do bring it up, it's like uh, put it this way: we are there to take the single shot, mm-hmm. right? You are there with the arsenal. We think you taking a single shot, but after you take your shot, then you pulling out the knife, then you showing us the grenade. Mm-hmm. So you bringing up everything. Oh yeah, all you know. I'll give you that. And all we were just trying to do is disable you. You trying to kill us? Right. Go for the jugular. Right. You going for all? We're like, whoa, whoa, hold on. I thought we was cool. I'm not. And this is the thing. We're not equipped for that. We wasn't ready for it. Right? That, so That's and, the same sneak attack. Right. No, the sneak attack is to win. To get mm-hmm. your point across. Even if you're wrong, mm-hmm. right? And I catch you in wrong, you're going to fight for your right. Yes. To be right. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of times a man like, okay, yeah, you call me. Because, you know. Oh, men don't go. They no, don't no, surrender no, no. that easy. No, okay, no. What I'm doing is I'm getting past the lie. Like, I'm getting past, I'm going past like, no, it ain't me. You crazy. Oh, you tripping. Uh, I saw wild. this meme that said, no man says, wow, longer than a nigga that's guilty of whatever you're accusing him of. Um, <laughs> but you got to remember, it's a meme. It's not the Bible. And it's not. No, but that's, right. it's not like, like, that is like, fact. I, I think Tell it's me funny. you haven't got caught in something like, wow, really? But, really? And but, you're wrong. But I think, I think only for my, I, I can no. speak for all men. I can speak for like my, from my perspective. I'm more prone to say that I'm wrong right up front. Like mm-hmm. direct. Like, oh, yo, I'm wrong. Then like prolong. Uh, nah, nah, but nah, see, nah, I nah, think nah. that's no. something on something uh, on a subject that's kind of small. Say if you were caught cheating. Yeah. You're there is the instinct to deny. Well, hold on. Most of the time. When I was talking about uh, this stuff, this ammo stuff you're using, I'm not talking about the big things. Y'all hold the little ones. Right. And that's what I'm saying. We're talking about cheating's a big thing. Cheating is a big thing. No, we ain't forget about that. Try to have some deniability of that. Right. You're trying to survive. <laughs> Survival tactic. Yeah. But little things like said, uh, did you do this? Did you, didn't I tell you to bring such, such right, home? Right. You're like, right. no, that was yesterday. Da, da, da. And you're like, okay, my bad. Okay. That's Something a very like small. Right. And you go like, oh, my bad. Uh, tell a female, hey, I thought I told you to bring the bread home. What? Look, I forgot. You know, first I had to get up, <laughs> put on makeup, go to work. Chick got on my nerves. My boss got on my nerves. Did somebody call? You take the whole fucking day. And I'm like, isn't that your job? That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. You know, we don't get in until I, all, I went to work and I came home. I had a bad day. Damn. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right. But, you're, but the thing is, why we got to go through all that? Just say you didn't get the bread. Then you go, what about last week when I asked you to get the bread? And then the time for that, remember you being cut the grass? Yeah, guilty. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Stack, you don't do what stack, I tell you to do it's when just, I ask you to do it. It's just, I think, I think for on the norm, men would deal with things on a macro level. A major issue. Yeah. Like the cheating. Let's deal with that issue. Right? Women would deal with the, the micro issues. Right. Like leading up to that. Now that cheating thing, that's wow. Really? Uncle Miss, have you ever been caught cheating? Not really. No. Not really. No. No, not really. We'll just leave it. So it's not no nothing where someone approaching like say, Hey, I saw you or this you did this and da 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 and there's nothing like oh wow. No. So where there has to have been a situation. I mean, because I think it pretty much has happened to everyone where you just kind of get caught slipping. And so maybe it's not they didn't approach you cheating, but they, they accuse approach- you of something that you know you did. Then how did you react? I say yes. Really? Yeah. Dang. No. You know what? I found out very early. I can't remember the, the <laughs> uniform woman. I can't remember the exact mm-hmm. of a lie. Mm-hmm. I know the exact of the truth. Mm. Right, so if I tell you, no, 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 uh, uh, that on her face, that was ice cream. That wasn't my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? So she uh, loves vanilla. Uh, she loves vanilla. Her favorite one is that French vanilla. No, no. <laughs> and then later on, you ask me about that. So she had on 
that um Brazilian vanilla ice cream? <laughs> yes. No, I thought you said that right. I, I'm caught again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I say. Forget it. Because, th- you know, I've done it one time before. It was something like that. But something big, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Done. Yes, it's me. Wow. I can't. I think because I think, you you're never gonna until you fully tell me you as a female mm-hmm. until you fully satisfied you're gonna come at all different ways. Yes. Of this thing of that scenario because right? nine times out of ten when a woman approaches you or asks you they already know the answer. Yeah, I think y'all know. No, think you, think you know seriously. In, in a situation like that, I've already gathered some facts. I didn't just come to you blindly saying I yeah. think that this is what's but going all your on. facts may be right. Now you gotta look at the guy. Like say, like say for example, example like say. Uh, Charles Manson just died, right? The killer? Yeah. The killer. Okay. Say you go to him and say, oh, we got all these clues and you killed this, 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 this. You may have eight of them right. The mm-hmm. other two, no, not right. Right? Mm-hmm. So but all o- your... But every- the suspicion of but the he, eight. Right. But he but- knows exactly. So that was saying, when you come into a guy, okay. don't assume all of your information is correct. Right? Okay. right. So a lot of times, take the truth, really, and I, I'm just going to put it out there, Corey, you know, you get accused for stuff, some stuff and they got some facts on you and it's wrong but you don't let them know it's wrong because then you had to come with the right information no I got to come with the right information you know like say for example you say oh yeah you know and that thing uh, Jill over there and da 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 or Becky or Rhonda blah blah and the whole time is Evelyn right and you go and talk about these people and I'm going like mm-hmm. you crazy well that's happened to me before but I let you keep going on and on about right. those right 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 but what you don't but, know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think... I look think at you, Evan. Y'all look so cute. Y'all funny. Y'all, y'all friends for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. But I think as well, though, like, there's a... There's a for you to get the desire to cheat, right? I think a lot of it comes down to just being... When you're in a relationship, that person sees you as just their boyfriend. They Or... Just a girlfriend. You lose the or husband or just a, your your you know your wife. Speak about what you know. But oh, well, okay. Oh, okay. For my for my for my example. Yeah. A boyfriend girlfriend, but I think it comes a point where like you don't you stop looking at that person like a person. Like that person was a person before they were with you, and they'll be that person after if you guys decide to like split ways. Mm-hmm. And so I think it comes down to like, honest, again an honest conversation about like, how you're really feeling as an individual person. Because there's some conversations you can have with your boys. Yeah. That that you're gonna be honest with, like, yo, I feel like this way, yo, 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 yo. But you wouldn't have the same conversation with the person you're talking about. I think that's always been like a problem. I think in my in my first relationship, that's helped me in my second relationship, is being able to be more like honest and upfront about like how you're feeling as an individual person. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm Corey, and you're William, and you're Chelsea. But you're gonna always no, be these people. No, that's Mister. No, you're talking about. That's Mister. That's oh. Uncle Mister. Oh, okay. Well, on on air, I was gonna go with wait, 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 Uncle Mister. There we go. Twenty four seven. But I, I I think that's a, a crucial thing, like in mm-hmm. like the whole dishonesty. Well, like, I point. think Grandma gave me some really good advice on that, and it's it kind of speaks to what you're saying. She said people are quick to start dating, and they put the title of boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, but at the core, you should be friends. Because people are very cognizant to not offend their friend, to not be disloyal to their friend, to be very considerate to their friend's feeling feelings. Mm-hmm. And so if you have that core of friendship, it honestly will allow not allow you to do certain things because you'll always think about your friend's feelings. Right. Um, and even myself, like I can think of like there have been times where I value my friendships 
more than I value my relationship at that time because I wasn't, I was never his friend. I've always entered it as, you know, boo or whatever it is. Right. So when you have that core of a friend, it just kind of changes the dynamic because she was like, even if, you know, you and your friend can have a falling out and you can come back and forgive your friend because you know, like, you know, well, they hurt me, but I know they didn't mean it that way. Or I know in their heart of hearts that they're a good person, but you really do have to get to know that person as a friend. Look, like some people love, uh, love the title. Like I experience that sometimes in like in business and like in New York where some people love the title of being a CEO, but they don't like the things oh that come along God. with yeah. being the CEO. It's a million. Mm-hmm. Can we just right. get off subject for one second sure. and talk about the million CEOs there are in the world right now? Right. It's a million. Everybody's a damn CEO. But it, but the same thing goes for like being in like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I think it makes people feel good. To be like, yeah, this is my man, this is my girl, da 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 da, and they all on the gram, right. but they're not cool with the responsibility that comes along, yeah. mm-hmm. like yeah. with that. It's the same thing going to when a lot of times, from my experience, <laughs> <laughs> going into um, a marriage. I gotta uh, make a meme out of Uncle Mister's faces. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> from my experience, right? From marriages, right? Yeah. And some people think like, from okay, yeah, you be with somebody, and wow. I'm supposed to get married and mm-hmm. everything. And I'm gonna be honest, right? Is African American or what do you want to call it? I call black. it black. <laughs> yeah, uh, black. I want to touch on that point just a little bit because being black is totally different than being African American. Exactly, yeah. it is. It's a totally different thing. People right. throw black out too quick. Exactly. So this is like do what? People throw black out too quick. Like if like Barack Obama. What the hell are you talking about? What? <laughs> In terms of like what black is. Uh huh. Please explain. Just yeah. explain really quick. Okay. Because being okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because right. <laughs> being being black to me is a descendant of slavery, right? That's that's the black experience. But if you were to go somewhere around the world, they would identify you as like, oh, you're from West Africa. They're going to identify you more with your nationality, right? Okay. Yeah. So I was getting there, but you threw me off throwing yeah. black out too quick. I was thinking about you throwing out the African American thing. I think you throw out the African American thing too quick because uh. like uh, people in like. I really got the big experience when I moved upstate New York, right? So I'm working in areas where most time, every day I work, I'm the only black, right? There's so much that people go like, I grew a company called Tokyo Electron. And somebody said, oh, you know, um, Will, that's my other nickname out there. <laughs> so they go, Will, you know Will? They're like, no, no, no. And they, they'll say, well, I went to so-and-so and they and to get something for you or do something. I told them, Will sent, and they don't know who you are. I said, tell them uh, the black guy. Mm. And it's oh no I can't say it just say it just, just say, say it, it. And just say, say it oh they say and then they go back oh the guy tell Will they're like I don't know the black guy oh Will yeah 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 that's so, my but, dude right oh yeah <laughs> so, yeah he's awesome yeah so the funny thing about it when they, they come to this like, Macklemore yeah yeah so your family's yeah the Irish background huh. and da 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 yeah, and I yeah. said no the motherfuckers that right, owned us were right. yeah. <laughs> and I said come on uh, my owners was that right <laughs> so they tell me you know. Uh, my family come from Irish. They're, they're Irish, uh, whatever, like this, European, German. Okay, German-American, right? Mm-hmm. Irish-American, right? But w- we're not from Africa. You know, our family, you know what I'm saying? We're out of slavery. We're a whole new, I would say, species. Not species, but a race. Yeah. Black. And that's why I say I'm black. Black and brown. But, but even even, even t- to tie that into, like, a relationship standpoint, like, the repercussions of being black is how we've even developed like relationships like up to this point, even within like family dynamics mm-hmm. of like why they're single parent homes. Well, that's the that's a reflection of black culture okay. from slavery. That's what I well you said. Wait until I was talking about the, the marriage thing, right? Man. So 
you you know ninety uh, percent <clears throat> over ninety percent, and some people are like oh is that true? Yeah, look around you. That ninety percent of children are raised by a single. Mother, I can believe it. Right. Yeah. Okay, a single mother. So the first time somebody brought it to me about eight years ago, and I was like, what? No. And I started thinking like, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So what I'm saying, you're not there to witness a man and woman in a house. A man and a woman doing the struggle together, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I did with my mom and dad, right? They're there in the house going through the struggles, the ups and downs or whatever like this, you know? So it's a compromise and it's work together all the time. Because I hear my dad complaining about my mom and my mom complaining about my dad. <laughs> but guess what? Uh, like I was there the other night, at midnight, I hear them laughing and giggling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And just earlier, she was complaining about him. Yep. And then before that, he was complaining about her. But most of the time, they have a good time and enjoy each other, right? So what I'm saying, the same as the other thing, coming in, you think like, oh, I know what to do. I'm coming in. So as a female, you go in and you say, okay, you sing, you raise back your single mother, and pretty much it becomes a hustle. Because if you have a man that's coming to the home, spending time there, after a while, it's like, uh, you got to bring something to the table. Yeah. Right, right. right. You, know, you got to bring something to the table. Even if I don't have kids. Right. No, well, <laughs> but, yeah. def- but definitely but with definitely kids. But what I'm do. saying is, you're saying that now, but really, if you look at it just like you say, how a relationship is, about being a friend and mm-hmm. everything, the same thing you're saying, I'm asking you, do you require your, your friends to bring something to the table? Yeah. No. Just a friendship. Do I require my friends to bring something to the table? Yes. Like what? I'm well, talking monetarily. Oh, monetarily, no. Okay. Yes. No. No. Okay. You you respect your friendship. And then as friends, you respect each other. So when you if you go out or mm-hmm. what you do and everything, you know, you may treat she he or she may, you know, your friend may treat, right? Mm-hmm. Or y'all may split or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But y'all have an understanding for each other. Right. right? But as a, if you're raised by a single mother, whoever you date, you always you're not looking at the friendship anymore. You say you supposed to be a friend. I'm throwing my fingers up at quotations here. <laughs> right. I can't see it. Just to clarify. Yeah, just to clarify. You say, say it's a friendship. <laughs> Actually, you can hear it in the voice. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Say. 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 You know, Harmoni- just, harmonize. There you go. Say. <laughs> so, you say it's a friendship. You look at, oh, I want to be friends with him first. Right. But you no. still can't get past it. You, you got to get past it and really look at what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You really got to look at it as a friend, Right. Right. And then go for then go forward that. So it, it's also it's also a little bit of when the like family dynamic comes in though is a, a a little bit business as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely like, say marriage right. is business. Yeah, it's business. Right. It, it becomes business. It becomes a little right. company. But within, if you wanted yeah. to like the, the true relationship, you say right. Yeah. Like say you you become that friend, right? Business is going to be good anyway. Right. Friend, friend, because y'all understand and respect each other, and as you grow, there you go. Right, it's going to happen. Well, that's funny you said that because I wanted go. to segue into talking about working with your spouse. <laughs> Uncle Mister, looking at me. Like, See, I would never do it. I'm just throwing it out there because, well, there's a number of things that made me think about it. Okay, y'all know I love Tamar, Tamar Braxton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the big headlines now is her and her husband are splitting. He was her manager beforehand. Well, he was her manager throughout her career. Um, and now they're splitting it, the what she says is the problems within like it's hard to separate your husband from your manager or your work partner from, you know, your spouse. Mm-hmm. What it have you ever gone into business with a spouse or a man? You just doing it for 
the audience. I'm doing, <laughs> I mean, you're doing right. Yes, I have. So I did a couple of things. First, I worked for my sister. Ah. ah. Right? My younger sister, right? So as going into the hair business, you know, I became her hair assistant and stuff like this and supposed to be managing the salon, right? But you got to humble yourself. So I guess mm-hmm. with my military background, I came with that, right? So... And like say like right now my son he's in ROTC if I was in the military still he'll come out as officer I would have to salute him and say sir right, right? Oh, wow. so I look at that as that you know what I got to look at she's in charge she is the CEO whatever right but if you give me rules I'm going to enforce it as much as I can now the same thing I worked with my wife and we got into a business with my wife so when we first was working together in my sister's salon I told her you got to always carry it. We got to keep it business. Now, I'm not saying like nobody can't know we dating. Right. I don't care. But I don't want to ever carry it over into the salon. No I, smashing in the back room. Oh, oh wait a minute. Wait. No, no, oh, no. The, the pause, I thought that it was like, oh, no, we can do that. No, 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 no. No, I was just saying that's, that's I didn't even thinking about that because really I don't, I don't want it to uh, affect mix, the, affect mm-hmm. the business, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Um, People can go, they say all kinds of things. Cause I remember one time this one customer kept hitting on me, right? Mm-hmm. And number one, I didn't know. I, you know, men are dumb. So the girl beside me said, you know, she's been hitting on you for the last couple of times. She came in. I said, really? So she right out said, she's like, so why? Look, I want to go out. Uh-huh. Do you want to go out? And I said, oh. I said, no. I said, I can't. I said, I have a girlfriend and I'm, and I'm engaged. And she said, to who? And I said, um, to her over there. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? And she didn't believe me. Uh-huh. She And she told me, like, oh, if you don't want to go over me, just say so, blah, blah. She had to come over and show a ring. Oh, wow. And she still didn't believe it, and she never came back again. Yeah, she was embarrassed. Well, no. but not, well, She but not, called it up. Well, also, also, too, I think that when you're a, a male uh, beautician, right, I think a lot Hair of the clients... Styles. Hairstyles. Hair sorry, <laughs> sorry, I, sorry. My bad. Wait, he's Ma- looking at you like my bad. Male, male hairstyles. He's an artist and I, he's sensitive about his shit. Yes, yeah. but but I, but I would, ima- I would imagine that how that would present a problem that a lot of your clientele will be attracted to you because I, I I confide in my barber, right? That's like the black barber experience. Like we're friends, okay, we're homies, yeah. uh-huh. so we we confide about like, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? Yo, like, how's life? How's your kids? And I'm confiding you as a friend, right? right. I could see that a woman. Will confide in in you as like a asking you know, for advice, right? And all yeah, that but, but also get to know you on a personal level, the right. same way that I would know my barber. But the difference is that there's the gender gender difference, exactly. So mm-hmm. I think that could hurt your clientele, uh huh, to like have that type of relationship in that environment, right? So also women start going saying, "Well, you know, I'm gonna stop coming to you because I don't want your girlfriend to get mad," right? Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Uh, right. Or this that I get mad, blah blah. See you over here, and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm just curling and frying heads. And stuff. So, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm not saying that I'm a guy to say like, oh, I just sold strictly business. But it's like when I first got into it, you know, I was older. I was like thirty. I was your age. Yeah, Corey, coming into older. A, a business, right? Ah, you're <laughs> older. Yeah, no, I'm just an no, older no, no, as no, a no. stylist because they start when they're twelve, thirteen years old. Right. You yeah. know, then get legit in that eighteen, whatever. Right. Right. <clears throat> So by the time they thirty, they already been into it, fifteen years or more, right. right? So I'm new into it, but I'm coming into another look because I'm looking at business wise. I've been in, you know, been managing 
um, stores, retail, military, everything else. So I'm looking at it a whole new new thing. Just it's a business, business business for me, for real. So the first thing I was to say, oh yeah, don't you know, don't date your clientele. And I was like, yeah, okay. I made that mistake. But that was the right thing. Didn't right. Not only not my clientele, I was like, you know, I didn't want to date anyone who's coming into the salon. Right. And that was a good thing. So you So you, know you never you never dated or smashed anyone that came in the salon? Not while it was a client of the salon. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like you did it after? No, no, no. You left? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It was something like they're no longer a client, and I saw them. You know, right? But that, but that, but that's, I know Uncle Mister Slick. That's why I'm right. giving but, him but, all but, these loopholes. But, but I mean, I think, I think. No, not while I was working, like saying like they're a client there and whatever. And I said, well, you know, you're not getting your hair done there here. No, if you are act, you know, right? You come to the salon, no, because it changes up. I know some people who has. Right. Mm-hmm. And don't go there more. Oh, this, that or whatever. They get mad. And then, you know what? Other women find out, too. And they go, right. oh, you know right. what? He is a player. He's only doing this. And then guess what? He's only going to do your hair. He will do your hair better because he likes you. What are like <clears throat> some of the top professions that you think are like kind of sticky when you're in a relationship? Music. Music. Yeah. Like, Music? like even even down to like, like it's different than than. You know the hair industry, but in the sense of like, I would never hook up with a girl that like is in my industry as far as like she's a singer or she's a songwriter. Like you end up like deading your opportunities before they even start. Like they could like rock with you. The girl, the people that are going to support you the most are going to be girls that really have a crush on you. That w- those are the girls going to really do the most for you in your career. Well, like I as far mean, as advancing, I mean more so that <clears throat> your woman, your significant other, would kind of have a problem with. So, like, say for example, with you being in the music industry, you might always be around women, or you're always in a club, and that poses the issue of like, oh, you're always out. What are you doing when you're out? So we have musician. We definitely say hairstylist, mm-hmm. um, stripper. I mean, what the- as a man, a man stripper? No. And the ducks. Yeah. Oh, it's me? Chelsea, you got ducks and a flash. My bad. It didn't pop up on my watch. I'm just going to edit it out. It's uh, Apple. I want to see if she has Apple. No, don't oh blame it on Apple. Oh, my God. Look, no, guess what? Duck- guess, you know what you're doing? You're giving, you're giving Apple a lot of pub, and you ain't saying nothing <laughs> about Samsung. Apple loves you. You said Apple 10 times. They say Samsung once. Yes, I'm telling all the bad things about Apple. <laughs> Hater, man. Now make your choice. Hey. Hater. They may go anywhere, but they won't go out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for a man dating a stripper, because I actually have a stripper that's going to be coming on talking about date. You dated a stripper too before? Yeah. Uncle Miss is a black cat child. He done had nine lives. <laughs> <laughs> and her name was Chelsea Smith. <laughs> <laughs> what? Seriously, yeah. The stripper you dated, her name was Chelsea Smith? Yeah. That's awkward. I know. Yeah, that's really awkward. That's awkward. I will. As hell. I will say I've only been to one strip club. Shame the, on you. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I only one strip club. But the girl who gave me the lap dance, the lap dance, lap dance I ever got, her name was Chelsea. What? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, literally, literally mid lap dance, I'm like, <clears throat> yo, that's my sister's name. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. Really? We have a connection. <laughs> so I, that wasn't what? her stage name, but I didn't meet her at the strip club. I met her at well, a party. It kind of correlates because I love strip clubs. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I like girls I like strip clubs. I, I, I love strip clubs. I've been one, but I don't like male strippers. 
You know what it is? I've been once, but I'm more of a conversational well, type guy. Well, well, like well no, I'm just saying, <laughs> I think men assume a lot of times that women would want to see a male stripper. But for me, when, when I go to the strip club, it isn't necessarily about like, oh, it's naked women everywhere. It's an experience. And there's also, I believe, a skill set to being an exotic dancer, like the pole work. Mm-hmm. Like tapping me on my shoulder with your dingling really isn't like that much of a skill set. So like that's one reason why I don't like male strippers, but I love female strippers. Okay. And they have good food. Strip clubs have good food. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uncle well. Mister told me about my first strip club. <clears throat> I think <laughs> he did. Uh, he I think did. we were supposed to go to one. <laughs> I think we were supposed to go. Uncle Mister and I well, mind. I'm. T- I'm. I'm be honest. Uh, I really don't like strip clubs. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan of it, especially you know, especially after I went to the Philippines. Right? I was. Oh my god! I'm I say, just so I had a better. <clears throat> this experience is different. It's almost like you want to go to Vegas or you want to go to Atlanta City. You know. You know what that's right. right? I'm pretty much not Vegas or Bingo. <laughs> that's the difference. For I, th- I think for me, and we're very similar. Like we're like conversationalist people. You know what I mean? I think, like, as men being conversationalists, I'm like, why? I get girls anyway on the norm. So why do I have to go here to, exactly. to feel or something? To so me, it's like, okay, I, I, I just want to tell another guy. So you're an athlete. You know, you can do your thing. You can play ball or all this stuff, right? Yeah. And then you sit there every day watching basketball, but you don't go play. You want to get in the game. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you want to get in the game. Right. So you right. can't get in the game there. Right. Right. So I mean, when I'm sitting there watching right. all the time, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, forget that. Look, I need to go home with, with you know, what they say, got a live show. It's real live. Right. You know. <laughs> like, I, I don't have to pay pay money to feel like the man. It ain't about the money. I won't do it. Well, I mean, I'm just going like, <laughs> to so, feel like the man when I go like, to a bar, when mm-hmm. I go out to the coffee shop. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to feel. I, I don't know. I feel like I, I, don't, I don't go because it feels like a fake sense of I'm fly, versus I could just be fly oh, yeah. normal. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Excuse me. No, For, but I did like going with. Um, well, I dated someone I used to go with female. Right. You know, and, but that's a different experience. And that's it, not me it was going. Cool. I like going to the show. We go together. We went together a few times. It was fun. It was cool. You know, and it made afterwards. Really, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very enjoyable. Yeah. Do that. So speaking of Uncle Mister, you talked about the Philippines. We're gonna do a little segment called "Single in Yo City." So, what? Go ahead. <laughs> Be- the reason it's single in your city is because Corey's from New York. You've lived a number of places, yeah. so I just want you to kind of talk about the dating landscape where you were at that point. But for Corey right now, like before you met Kay, dating in New York. Um, describe it to you. Yes, dating in New York for a dude is the greatest place on the planet that I could I could imagine. Um, this is because you know typically you know you know I've only really lived in Richmond besides New York. Women had a lot more leverage um, as far as if there was a hot chick at a party, especially now this this age group of like I'm thirty, you know, or later twenties. That girl probably has you know, you know, an ex. Or maybe a baby, or maybe like divorced, or married, or oh, engaged. There's more likely that she's going to be mm-hmm. attached to something with another person in some way. But uh, in New York, it's very different. Like you know, I remember the first time I met a girl, and she told me she went to Harvard, and I was like, "Yo!" And she would she approached me, 
And I was like, yo, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I was fresh to New York. And, uh, you know, it's the first time you ever meet, like, you know, women that are doing alpha things the same way that a, a man would. Maybe t- typically, I've noticed in Virginia, like, women would be just happy with being married and playing, like, that wife role. Uh-huh. But in New York, it's very alpha women. Um, but as a single man, you just have way more. It's not a lot of cool dudes in New York. You know, it's a lot There's of money. There's not a lot of cool dudes in New York. No. Okay. So it's a lot of lot of money. Um, but you're not cool. Hmm. You know? So, like, if you bring some, like, flavor, some energy, your ambition, your drive, and you're, like, nice along the way, it's really going to fare well for you there. So, like, as a single man, I really recommend it. As a woman, it's it's very difficult. I think it's pretty much the shits for women anyway. Most, in general? Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. As far as more, especially bigger cities, there are more men, more women than there are think, men. Think of what sex is. Sex is like a, a woman allowing you, allowing you. A man you, to enter her. Her space. Right? And she doesn't bust it, it, it not every but, time. But no, but it's all, it's all an invitation. It's on an invitation only basis. Yes, Cora, tell us what it's like to be a woman. Exactly. It's not me saying what it's like to be a woman. It's me saying this is the nature of what it is. So like dating like in, in New York, in Virginia, it's going to be totally different how it would date in New York. Like in New York, in Virginia, it's a lot more courting. It's me. Like the women. Where? Have, in, what? Where? How? Oh, man. It's, how? A whole, it's a whole different process. Where? Well, I can say this, especially I got a couple of things, especially after uh, Chelsea and I talked. Mm-hmm. About the club scene now, uh, about the dancing and guys dancing, dancing or lack thereof, or lack thereof, right? But the other things like um, I lived the DMV, I've been upper. Um, Just go ahead and give a rundown Virginia. of where you lived, Uncle Mister. Where have you where you have lived. been around the world? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We've been playing hating. Hey, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> or I got. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I got hoes in different area code area area codes codes. Nice harmony, yeah. right? The harmony was good. See, that's not a good picture. You know that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but well, I live Where a lot of live? places. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's too long. I mean, Ooh. all right. I, I lived in North Carolina. I lived humble, in... Humble, humble. Keep it humble. Keep it humble. It's a build-up. It's a build-up. It's a build-up. Build <laughs> <laughs> you know, I live in North Carolina. Uh, you know. North Carolina. Uh, Japan. The Philippines. Boston. Okay, I lived in Philippines. Portland. Portland. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Boston. You did, you did a stint in San Diego. San, yeah, San Diego. Yeah. did a stint. Basically, you might as well say a stint in like Berlin. Was it Berlin? You're in Germany for a bit, right? Germany and um, yeah, England. England. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. But you no. want to mention North Carolina first. England. Right. I was like, come on now. <laughs> but you know, being military, you're gonna travel those places anyway. Because some of them, because I worked on aircraft, I'm, I'm gonna be there. Like, you're so humble. So no, because I worked on. I just worked on a little aircraft. You know, Air Force One. You know, I mean, it's okay. a little aircraft. <laughs> it is. No, 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 a little Cessna. No, no. But just, a little single engine. It's the same as you guys. You both got podcasts, right? And you start talking about every day you're on. It's like, you know, that's what you do. And it's like, far too humble. normal. I would be that nigga like, I work for Air Force One. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, I work for Michael Jordan. What, right? what I'm saying, I just was fortunate enough, not only military, but the companies I work for after, I travel a lot, you know, um, Netherlands, Germany. 
but I think that's, all, I think that's like also this. a personality thing. Like you're also like a very like, like Uncle Miss is a chameleon. Yeah, you can really like fit into any scenario. I feel like you would get bored if you stayed in one place. I, you know what? I did. Right. To tell you truth for that. Um, <clears throat> when I got got assigned in Maryland, in oh, another Force, another place. Maryland, <laughs> I we forgot Force. that one. No, Air Force One. I was in Maryland. You know, that's where. Excuse me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know yeah. where it these exclusive Andrews, things right? happen. Yeah, we all know that, right? Yeah. So. I got there. Oh yeah, the president traveled all the time. I travel the aircraft with that one too. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, no travel. It was like almost killed me. I was like, "Oh my god, you mean tell me I'm here every day, every month?" Wow. Right. right. Luckily, that was at the end of my career, and I was like, "I'm out." Mm-hmm. You would you would have been a great uh, uh, person to to uh, tour, like a touring manager or something, like someone whose job was to tour around and tour the world and like. Yeah, you're very. Yeah, I like that. I, I would. Yeah. You would you would have been great at that. Somewhat. So, what was the best city as far as dating was? <laughs> we're back to that uh, <laughs> oh we're gonna get back you just, to you that you just won't let it go I think the best city uh, that I have been in for dating wise is I'm gonna say number one is uh, the DMV that's not what I was expecting you never expect but you know what uh, I think it's too I lived, there, I lived there twice right yeah you're gonna look at a different perspective the reason why I say DMV because when you meet women there up in that area or whatever they are professionals mm-hmm. right they they have jobs, careers, uh, going forward, all all this, right? Mm-hmm. So you never worried about like you know everybody got that baggage, right. right? But you never worried about like well, I'm gonna have more money than this person, mm-hmm. and if uh, I wonder if they're gonna be able to pay that bills and da da da. You know, you know, you date a woman long enough. A lot of government jobs, a lot of right government jobs like that, right? And then the other one was uh, Portland, Oregon. You know, mm-hmm. that's the sleeper, right? Clearly, yeah. But I mean, it's like I couldn't. You, you loved it there. Yeah, I did. I didn't think I would love it there. I got there and I was like, low expectations. And I was like, wow. Mm. I was meeting people just for all walks of life. Okay. And you know, and all races, nationalities, whatever. And it was like, wow, really? You know? And was there was there diversity? There, yeah, it's diversity. So I'm gonna say, for example, I'm here in Richmond. If I see a nice looking young lady, say if I see you, Chelsea, you know, mm-hmm. and I say, hey, I say, hey, come here. Are you coming? No. No. <laughs> you, you're looking at me like, what? Come mm-hmm. to me, what? Then you come over there, and you're like, what do you want? Right. right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so in the other place, like when I was in Oregon, and I said, I was talking to a guy, I said, yo, man. I, said, I was like, yo, come here. She came over. I was like, okay, but I'm going to roll with this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Back up. And then I told the guy, I was like, he said, oh, yeah, you called her, didn't you? I said, oh, they just come. Oh, yeah, wow. They just come. You know, uh, also, you look at someone, like saying, Richard, I'm here, I look at you, and I'm staring at you, you stare at me. What are you looking at me like that for? Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, I could be in the DMV, I could be there. If I look, if you're looking at you, they'll look back. Oh. They're not going to turn away. Certain, I think certain they'll markets. They'll come, and it's like, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Right? So, y- you don't, you feel free, more free to go ahead and, Date and just go, just date. It's just okay. easy. It's I, I, easier. Is it like saying conquering anyone? But mm-hmm. it was easier. I think certain date. certain markets like really favor assertive people. Yeah. Like if you're an assertive like go getter type person, if you're in a go getter market, New York, right? Like they really respect like, yo, I'm coming out to like, I'm com- I'm coming to shake your hand. I'm coming to buy you a drink. I'm like, I saw you out of all these people. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah, but I, I think like 
I don't know. Because I, 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 I moved. I moved. Walk up to me. I've only lived in two places, really, you know, as an adult. And I moved out of Richmond when I was 23. In, in Richmond, I wouldn't have any luck at all. But when I got to New York, like, my personality has really clicked there. Like, mm-hmm. the more outgoing you are, the more, like, not saying aggressive, it's like a polite aggressive. Mm-hmm. There's a, a correct way to be aggressive and to get someone's attention. But if you pull it off right, like, nine times out of ten, it's going to really work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think just a lot of what I've experienced in Virginia is a lot more, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the word you always say? You say uh, chivalry, a lot oh, more, a lot more chivalry. Like, is I'm more like opening doors and closing the door and like where? Uncle Miss is the only one. I don't know. Nah. I'm not. I'm. I'm just not in the right places. Right, but but but, but, <laughs> but, but I'm not in the right places. Right, but I, I think having the perspective of dating in another market, you'd be able to see like, a lot of those things. Like, there is a lot. I think maybe courting is kind of going a little bit out of style. Like, I think it's a lot more of, like, just direct assertion of, like, hey, what's up? I think you're cool. And, like, I can tell in, like, a date, especially with, like, yeah. uh, online Texting, dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, like, Tinder or Bumble. You know what I mean? It's very, Black like. people haven't heard of Bumble. Yeah, I never heard of it. Oh, man. Bumble. Bumble's tight. Bumble's tight if you're trying to get white. Oh. Hey. Oh. Oh. Well, <laughs> well I, met, I met my girl on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, the I places never I heard said, of Bumble. <laughs> the places I said, those are times I was your age, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But when you get older, dating is different. I agree. When you get, no. Great, I mean, like, but uh, even, but. No, I'm talking about when you get, like, say. It changes at different stages mid-30s, of Mid-30s, right? Yeah. And up, it's faster. I can believe that. It's faster. Mm. So you can go from, like, oh, I'm at. I met this um I met this young lady, right? And she's like, Oh, I met this guy. Oh, he's cool. Then, you know, at that time everybody already you done done everything. Right. Right? Ain't no use in trying to play all these games. She's gonna see you first. You know, mm-hmm. don't come here talking about you. You know, if you come here like uh you ain't got no kids, you never been married, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You're gay. Right? <laughs> Especially a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Girl, you start looking at a female, you like thirty something, you ain't got no kids, you ain't married. Thumbs up. Then something wrong with you. Really? Yeah, something wrong with you. Right. I, no, I, I because, get why men say that, but I feel like that's going to be my reality, so I don't want it to seem like that. Oh. Uh, I feel like my reality is I'm going to be like 30, 35, no kids, never been married. But I, uh, I feel like, well, number, number one, you can't paint what your reality is. No, but I feel like at the pace that I'm going now, because right now I really don't have an interest of being in a relationship. But see, and I, I'm just really focused on my career. I don't really see myself settling down anytime soon. Right. I haven't even put myself in a situation to meet. But I don't put myself in no, situations. No, I'm just saying, but it depends on the area. This right? is true. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying here locally, if you all that, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But if you're in New York, no, no if problem. If you're in the DMV, mm. right? You're looking at these are people career oriented. Okay, right. right. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay. So they they don't get the side eye. No, no. But you still look and say, <laughs> thirty five, no kids, and never right. been married in Richmond. And you start looking side eye. Put it this way, <laughs> your, uh, your uncle John. Mm-hmm. How old was he? Is that your Samsung? Sounded like a chirp phone. Oh, I got caught. So anyway, I got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was <laughs> that is not getting edited out. It's not getting 
It's a job. Take it. It's a job. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Jill, how you doing? Satisfied? You got your women getting your jobs now? Oh, <laughs> look at you, look at you, look at you. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about? I, don't I, I was saying like, it, was I saying about how it's faster? Well, you know what? Let's just skip, let's fast forward. It's better if you go to another. Let's yeah. fast forward. Let's go somewhere else. So we're going to talk about bringing people home for the holidays. This is not your first time that you bought, Corey bought his girlfriend home for the holidays, but it was the first time that I was home when you bought her home for the holidays. And how did I know that she was here? Because there was pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who had pumpkin pie? My girl. Who is? She uh, bought pumpkin pie to dinner. It was the cutest did. thing ever. You did? <laughs> Guess who had a bite today? Grandma and Grandpa. And they liked it. <laughs> I had pumpkin pie. I got it in New York. But oh, did you? Yeah, in New York. When was the last time you bought a slice of pumpkin pie? I never bought. I've exactly. Never, never had a piece of pumpkin pie. No. But see, when I was upstate New York, you couldn't find sweet potato pie nowhere, and they never even heard of it. And you know so what? So pumpkin else? pie was everywhere, Walmart, everywhere. So Walmart. I didn't even—I didn't even know that sweet potato pie was a regional thing. Yes, yeah. I didn't I even know that. More that it's more of a black thing than regional. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll okay. definitely. I think it's a cultural thing more than mm-hmm. a regional thing. And what was what else was interesting is Kayla was like, you know, we have um, Thanksgiving, but we usually don't have candied yams, and they don't have mac and cheese. It's not part of like the staple meal. No, mm-hmm. it's not. What? I mean, it's not. Mac and cheese? No, it's not. I mean, to to us, it is. I feel cheated if I go to a function and there's no mac and cheese. It's, like, it, what it's is definitely this? weird. Okay. Have, you, have you ever had a white Thanksgiving? <clears throat> Yeah. No, it's it's different. Yeah, it's a whole different vibe. I can believe even, it. Even how like the the meal is being conducted, like it's a presentation. It's a it's a presentation. It's very like, hmm. Everyone's like sitting posture up, hands it's folded. It's like white church. Yeah, it's like white church. <laughs> it's very it's very like you know what we really make we not even like 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 each other that much. But you know what we're mm-hmm. here and we're gonna no, force this. But, no, that's black Thanksgiving. No, here's my that's thing. Yo. Let's clap it up for our family. We had a great <laughs> Thanksgiving. Because I I enter every holiday that we get together a little nervous. I enter yeah, every holiday a little but, nervous. But 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 if black black Thanksgiving feels very our Thanksgiving feels very loose, very it's not as structured. Oh, it's very informal. Very informal. Like like when coming from like a black man stepping into another culture Thanksgiving, like a white Thanksgiving, you're like, yo, y'all are stiff, son. Like like the turkey looks stiff, like yeah. the stuffing looks stiff. Everybody just stiff, looking at each other. It's so, like white church. Right, right. It's not conversations. It's it's Q and A's. It's like so. How's work? Ah, uh, work as well. Yeah. How is your job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. here's my crazy thing about macaroni and cheese, right? So when you I got like to mess, I do. I don't like it cheesy, too cheesy. So, I don't like macaroni and cheese, too cheesy. How no. crazy does that sound? Nah, I, I like you, black you, women, but I don't like them too black. You, you don't like mac and cheese. <laughs> uh, like, See, like, you really I don't like, like mac like and cheese. Like, Just say you don't like mac and cheese. I do. I, do. I don't understand. You're, 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 no, no, no. You don't like milk, but is, you like milk, but it can't so be too you know, milky. Right. <laughs> so I'll just put use example. Your grandparents, my my mother and father. Yeah. There's some things they cook that they don't cook the same way anymore, is it? No, they cook it for you. No, no. Some things they don't cook. They, they, it's different. So, like, say, the macaroni and cheese used to be okay. But then, as it's going to, ooh, 
it just started being more experienced and more things like, ooh, you can put two types of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you can put more cheese. Okay. Right? You know what I'm saying? And it started being more about the cheese uh, than that. Than the and, mac. Right. And I've never was Love a it. big cheese. I like the macaroni with a cheese flavor. Okay. You know, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, going is I got the job, was working at Intel, and I was in Massachusetts, right? Right outside of Boston. Wait, yeah. what are we talking about? Macaroni and cheese. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were talking about So that. we go in there and they say, oh, here's um, we, lunch. We go in there and they go in the line. It was night shift. And they say, oh, yeah, that's what we got. They say, oh, we got the macaroni and cheese. That's okay. What else? They looked at me like, what do you mean? This is macaroni and cheese. So the macaroni and cheese is not a side dish. It's an entree. Yes. Uh. Then they was like, oh, we got macaroni and cheese with some ham in it. I was like, look, I don't care what you put in it. It's still a side. It is a side. Yeah. So right. then I started seeing other guys when I started working in dark places, and it is not really a side dish. What? Yeah, yeah. but that, that but so that's, almost almost like a casserole. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. When I when <laughs> I was when I was a nanny when I was a nanny the yeah. kids like ate it as a yeah. as the entree It's uh-huh. like the the main thing. Exactly. Working in restaurants, I've noticed that like white families will come in and say, "Oh, mm-hmm. just give them a side of mac and cheese." Mac and cheese, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, to- which is totally different. So try to do that to Shaquan. You'd be like, yo, uh-uh. <laughs> like that is not going to work. Try to give a little kiki that's, just some mac and yeah. cheese. <laughs> just bring mac and cheese and that's it. Oh, like, no. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no, 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 no. Exactly. But um, yeah, Thanksgiving was awesome. But of course, it wouldn't have been a black family event if there wasn't a little bit of shade thrown. But what was funny about our shady moment, it was during the blessing. <laughs> oh, yeah, granddaddy yeah. came hard. <laughs> Like granddaddy threw a slot My slider, grandfather a threw the biggest shade during the blessing of the food. First of all, Uncle Mister was running late. And so he walks in when we're about to bless the food. Granddaddy says, Ah, yeah, Mr. Late, he can say the blessing. <laughs> Uncle Mister hadn't even taken his coat off. Yes. He was so caught off guard. So then right behind Uncle Mister's blessing, he said, All right, all right, all right, I'm gonna bless the food. So you threw it on Uncle Mister only to do it yourself. And then he starts off the blessing by saying, um, uh, the end, what did he say? The end, the end is, is near. He said the end. <laughs> so I thought, I thought it was going to get like sad. I thought, yeah, he, was, I I thought he was taking it to a sad place. So like, yes, we're all holding hands. We're in a circle. And he starts off the prayer saying the end is near. And everybody kind of like, because you know you're not supposed to have your eyes open. So then you kind of looking around like, who else's eyes are open? My eyes are wide open. <laughs> yeah. right, mine too. Because I, I looked up and I said, forget that. I want to see what you're talking about. Right. I thought you were going to tell me something. Well, because you know the end is near. I won't let you know. Right. That, something. Uh, yeah. I thought something bad was about I, to come. Yeah, I thought yeah. like a diagnosis was about right, to come. Right, right. I have Alzheimer's and yes. cancer and AIDS. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, simultaneously right, like I can't have and my eyes closed I have five hours to live eat up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he did that and then so everyone's kind of looking around like oh god what is about to happen and then he's like the end is near uh yeah, my wife cooked a great meal, and hopefully my daughter-in-laws will take the torch so my wife don't have to cook and I can put my feet on the day table and, and I could not Yo, holding when, my laughter anyway. First of all, I was relieved. I was like, Number one. Boing. First of all, I was I was relieved that there boing. was no serious diagnosis. Because at one point I was really scared. I'm like, okay, something's about to go down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then so I was like, okay, oh. Yo, that's hilarious. 
Because yes. like, he got everyone so worked up and worried and just saying the like, engineer. Like, yes. I feel like he wrote this. I felt like he, like he scripted this. The delayed laugh. I mean, I'll burst like everything was quiet. That's why I was sitting there looking like. I think I was the one that broke yeah. the laughter. Yeah, and then it went like, oh, that's it. Like, <laughs> right. yeah. Daddy, you crazy. Yeah. I still was thinking like, I can park my feet under that table. You know, just before I pass. <laughs> you know, right. uh, just for all this Alzheimer kick in so I can remember everybody. Or something. <laughs> you know, I'm looking like, that's it? That's just it. Just start laughing. I said, oh, yeah. That was good. That's yeah, That was it. good. So I always go to Uncle Mister for awesome relationship advice. And we're about to close out the show. But I'm going to give some of the principles that Uncle Mister has given me and carried me through my dating life. <laughs> and then I want you guys to give some advice from the perspective of a married man, someone that's dating, something to give to a woman, just a little token to keep with her. Okay. So um, one of the many things Uncle Mister taught me was your nail polish. It's on or it's off. Yes. All the way on <laughs> or all the way off. Don't have chipped up nail polish, ladies. And and your feet, too. When yep. I told him I was mm. getting a tattoo on mm. my foot, mm -mm -mm. he said, you know that comes with responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And so he pulled a granddaddy on me. I thought he was going to tell me, like, make sure that you put A&E ointment on it. He was like, keep your damn toes done. You can't be having uh, traction to your feet and your feet are busted. So keep your nails done um, or just have them neat. No chip polish. Um, he also taught me that if it's right, it's always going to be right. That's something that he taught me during a breakup. Um, because I was kind of like, and I've, I've taken that with me beyond that breakup. Just like in business or whatever. If it's right, it's always going to be right. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I like what you're doing. <laughs> no, I like what you was doing. <laughs> Um, if it's right, it's always going to be right. When we were breaking up, I wanted to like be spiteful or like, no, I'm not going to do that because he's not doing this. And he would say, do the right thing because if it's right, it's always going to be right. No matter how you flip it or turn it, how the situation may turn, if you did the right thing, you're going to get positive results from it. And so thank you. For At that. the end. At the end. You're going to go through something. But, yeah. but I also... On the converse, call Uncle Mister every time I'm drunk and I cry about the same shit every time. So, <laughs> like Uncle Mister, God bless him. So, any gems, Corey? Um, just just in involving. In general, it could be something as far as like being patient or don't be too aggressive, whatever. I don't know. I just feel like make sure like your relationship or uh, um falls in line with what your goals are, where you see yourself in five or ten years. I think I find myself. Now in life, I always say, uh, only do fuck yes. You know, if, if someone asks you to go to the movies and you're like, you want to go see a movie? And you're like, I mean, what time? And like, who's picking me up? Are you picking me up? Uh, like, what are, we, what are we seeing? Uh, those type of things in life I try to like, shy away from. Only fuck yeah things. Mm -hmm. So things I see myself doing in five years. Can I see this person rock with me for five years? What are my goals for five years? So I think it's something that I've learned just a along the way of, of being single and not single. Just... Making sure that like, the person you're with aligns with where you see yourself in the next five or ten years and not where you see yourself in just the moment. Because the moment doesn't matter. It's, you have to kind of plan mm -hmm. five years in advance. Okay. Uncle Mister. Well, the only thing I can say was that is almost like what I just told you. It's like you're in relationships and sometimes people get spiteful. But the thing about it is do your part. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
Don't worry about them. You do your part. You know, that's it. Do it till you can't do it no more. That's all I can say. I feel like if I had me, well, I could have. I feel like Uncle Mister, we need to close it up. We want prenups. We want prenups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Corey, how can everyone keep up with you? Uh, what's up, y'all? So uh, you can find me on Instagram. See, now I'm putting on that like that voice, <laughs> but see, I know why that is. It's it's talking the to mic. them. It's talking <laughs> to the mic directly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're talking to the mic directly, oh, it gives that rich round sound. I sound the same way. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you can find me on uh, on Instagram at uh, Corey Cambridge, which is C O R E Y, uh, Cambridge, like Cambridge University, and uh, follow my podcast, Silent Giants, uh, which you can find on Apple and on Stitcher. Uncle Mister, the- you can find me nowhere. <laughs> We're not go look. I'm gonna just say this because maybe you don't want people to find you, but Uncle Mister is on Facebook. Yes. Okay. I'm okay. I don't know if he wants that. <laughs> but Uncle Mister <laughs> is definitely okay. oh, no. <laughs> on It's social media. I ain't had nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he sound cute. William. Oh, he sound like a sugar daddy. <laughs> William. Mr. McLevin. Oh, he, ooh, he well yeah, traveled. Yeah. Mm, I got to find him. Mm, ain't he retired? He wants to live in the military. Mm, and he's humble. Mm. Mm, and hangs out with his nieces and nephews, family ooh, man. Mm. Yeah, they funny. <laughs> <laughs> You can keep up with me at starring underscore Chelsea on Instagram. Follow the podcast page at Single in the City Podcast. And thank you so much for having uh, having us on the show. It's really nice being here. Oh, and seeing, thank you. And seeing you do your thing. Thank you, brother. Very proud of you. It's really, really nice. It's awesome. Thank you. Yes, brother. I had a good time. I, I love this. Oh, and there's somebody trying to friend me on Facebook. You got to let me know you heard it on here. There, oh. there you go. There yeah. you go. No randos. Other than, yeah, you random. I don't know. You know. <laughs> okay. Ooh. The show with that. Hey. Okay, this line is blowing up. It's been another week of being single as fuck. I'll check up on you next week. Bye. That's the job again. So, <laughs> yeah, we're good. That was great, guys. That was Thank great. You. Thank you. Okay, let me call her real quick.